You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. The entrepreneur looks at a pile of shit for, for the diamond. And the, the average person goes, I don't want to put my hand in there. It's smelly. As entrepreneurs, and I, Damon John did a, a book on the power of broke. And it's, it's good and strange. And I'm sure both of, you, both of you are old enough to probably be able to kind of talk on this yourself. It's some of those moments where the shit hit the fan that we got our greatest growth and empowerment. It's those moments where things didn't work to plan. It's where we got a smack in the wrong direction. It's where my son got turned down for a loan. Those moments that you go, oh, I wish it happened, that it doesn't, that you get to look back on and go, well, hang on a minute. That was, I'm pretty glad that that didn't happen because it gave me the push. Everyone laughing at me gave me the judgment. Let's swing mm-hmm. back to the beginning of this. Every teacher that told that rapper, you ain't shit may have well been the incubus may have well been the tripwire that got them to go, well, screw you going to practice my lyrics at lunchtime and I'm going to prove you wrong. I wonder how many teachers out there going, you are going to be huge. You are going to be fantastic and spoke to those people that are now flipping us uh, burgers in the local McDonald's. Yeah. In in some way, I feel like, uh, giving people that encouragement and telling them exactly what their potential is, is, is counterproductive. Actually, can... I think I'm going to quickly look for how you, you say it. Um, let me see. Um, Pag- oh God, this is where I get told off for saying something wrong. Uh, the Pagmelian effect. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Right. You now, have? Sean, am I, yeah. am I saying it wrong? Yeah. Pygmalion effect. Pygmalion effect. I read, people send me all of this stuff and I love reading up on it. So, Sean, do you want to tell them what it is? My understanding of that is that you rise to your level of incompetence. <laughs> I read it from a, a test that they did in college. And they, they basically took, took a small percentage of the college students and said, you haven't got to worry about this course too much because you're already gifted and talented. You're going to fly through it. You know, and then they focused on the other group and went, you're going to have trouble with this. So let's spend more time with you. And it Mm -hmm. was your mindset on what you felt you could actually handle that actually provided the result. Those people that they actually said, you ain't got to worry about this past everything. Those people that were already initiated with, hey, this is going to be a problem for you. So let's focus, carried it and treated it like it was a problem. They did that with teachers, and the, the research was that they had they broke uh, a group of students into two groups. They told this one teacher, you have the high-achieving students, you have the honor students, yep. the ones that scored the best on this test, and the other ones, they said you had the people that were kind of at the lower end of the scale. And they, they found that the group that they had told the teacher they had the higher-achieving scores actually performed better in terms of their reading level improvement than the other group. The, yep. the issue was 
both of those groups were randomly distributed. There, so there they, wasn't a high and low. The, the, the first group of teachers that were told they had the gifted and intelligent students did better because their expectation their, of what. Yeah, you rise happen. to your level of expectation. Yeah. So the, the teachers expected that these students would okay. do better. Yeah. And they did. Now oh, that's. So outside, that kind of goes. That's outside sources. That's outside parameters. That's us telling teachers those students are going to be good or bad. But they have to believe it. They what the students, the teacher, right? Oh, because the teacher, if I tell yeah. if I tell a little kid you're going to be great, you're going to be president one day, and that kid doesn't believe it, then I don't think that the Pygmalion effect. Correct, comes in play. and that yeah, that's not the, the the Pygmalion effect is an outside source of credibility. So having the teacher look at you as you're the gifted kids, it's kind of like whoa, you know, if the teacher thinks that we're the gifted kids, we must be the gifted kids. The point I want to get to is actually one step further on from that, where we're the teacher. The downside today is that we listen to ourselves too much and we get it wrong. How many times do you have people that are actually gifted that go, oh, I want to do that, uh, but I can't. I and they talk themselves out of it. Mm -hmm. I ride motorcycles all the time, all the time. And I swear I could be locked up if there was a little camera in my helmet. Because when I'm cruising down the road, and I, w I had a speaking gig in San Diego last week, and my wife was like, oh, do you want to borrow the car? Because I don't have a car. I, as I say, I ride motorbikes. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm riding the bike. And she's like, it's a three-hour drive. Do you really want to ride for three hours, I went, I absolutely do. You're like, there's nothing more in life I want to do than there is. Yeah, I don't, I'm going, I don't care if the speaking gig gets canceled. I'm still doing right. it just to check if it's still on. I rode all the way down there for three hours. I did my gig and I rode all the way back for three hours. And I was alone with me, my thoughts, and my conversation. And that's a moment where I'm able to converse with myself and go, hey, Am I doing what I want to be doing at the moment? Do I like what I'm doing at the moment? Do I like my clients? Hey, why don't we change this? And you can kind of get all of your negativity on board. So you haven't got any little doubting Thomases. There's a lot of people out there that they walk into a room and they feel as though they don't belong. And if they feel as though they don't belong, they don't belong. It's the classic, if you think you're right or wrong, you're right. You know, if you believe yeah. it, mm -hmm. it's true. So those are times when you need to have conversations with yourself and go, hey, are you happy with your life at the moment? No. Then what are you going to do about it? What are you going to change? And when that little doubt comes up going, oh, stick to your lane, know your place, and all that bullshit, that's when you go, well, hang on a minute. Let's make our own lane. Let's build our mm. own sand yeah. pit. And that's what you got to do today. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations.
Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.